This is the Decision Masters Podcast. I'm Kirsten Parker, the decision coach for overthinkers. When you feel good about your decisions, life feels good. You get to be present in your days and excited about where you're going. I'm going to help you build your decision mastery so it's easy to know what you want, navigate uncertainty, and handle any feelings that happen. Whether you're in the middle of some overthinking angst right now, or you simply love feeling in charge of your choices, you're in the right place. Clear, confident decisions are right around the corner. Let's get into it. Hey friend, how the heck are you? We are going to have such a necessary conversation today. Oh, we're going to talk about managing your self-expectations. I hesitated to name this episode what it truly is about, which is lowering your standards, because nobody really wants to do that. And validating this struggle, nobody wants to lower their standards. However, if you struggle with things that a lot of my clients do, we got to talk about it. Struggle with things like overworking, overcommitting yourself, over delivering all the time, feeling like you aren't never doing enough, feeling like you're always behind. These are symptoms of what I call the curse of the high bar. If you constantly feel like you are not doing enough, that you weren't productive enough today, and you kind of hear that language in your head over and over again, no matter if you were sick all day and resting and healing, or if you worked 12 hours, or anything in between. If you are constantly listing out to yourself, here's what I didn't do, or here's what I could have done better, or here's what I didn't finish, blah, 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 and your brain is focusing on where you are underperforming, then you might be suffering from the curse of the high bar. The curse of the high bar is a thing that I made up, but I'm allowed to because I have coached so many high-achieving smarty pants people that I've seen it time and time again. It's this phenomenon that happens where you have done so much and come to expect so much of yourself over time that you can't help but walk into a situation now, any situation, with these assumptions in your head of, I have to do a good job, I have to do my best, I have to go above and beyond, I should shoot for the A++. And if there's extra credit anywhere, I should find it. (laughs) Yeah? I say any situation, quote unquote, because this shows up in, yes, work situations, presentations you're giving, meetings you're preparing for. It also shows up in the weirdest, wackiest ways, and that is not a judgment because obviously I am a recovering high bar cursee myself, but it will show up in the weirdest places like organizing your desk or organizing your fridge or the route you plan for the group drive from the airport to the Airbnb. Like this need to do a good job and do the best job can drain so much of our attention and cost us so much time. And that's what we're talking about it today. So I want to start out with just explaining what this is explaining the curse, and ask you to look for, where is this showing up? Do I automatically approach situations with this assumption that I have to perform well here? And 
This is not a comfortable, intuitive question for a lot of my clients because it is so deeply ingrained that it seems crazy pants to even ask it. Like, why would we even be having this conversation? Of course, I have to do a good job. Of course, I have to do my best. But do you? It's a question worth asking. I guarantee it. I'm. Don't worry. I got you. I'm going to tell you what to do with all of these <laughs> this information, all these questions. But first, I just want you to check. How normal does this sound to you, to your brain? How rote is it that you have to do your best, that you have to give 110% in everything? I also want to direct your attention to any mixtures of this behavior with people-pleasing or fear of people's opinions. When that happens, We start showing up to situations with the mentality of, I have to do a good job, I have to go above and beyond, and I should be working harder than other people. I should be doing more. I should pay for everyone. I should stay late while they go home early. I should volunteer my car, money, personal property. Hmm? Any of this happening? Another fun mixture, a little cocktail that we can come up with is when we combine the curse of the high bar, with imposter thinking. In those situations, we show up with the mindset of, I have to do a good job, I have to go above and beyond, and I need to keep working even harder to prove I belong here. I have to do my best and do the A++++ job because otherwise I won't really deserve this. I need to prove that I know what I'm doing. I need to do a good job here so I don't look bad or look dumb or look like an amateur or look like a failure. So you can see... This curse kind of spreads far and wide and is very problematic. And really, what we're trying to do here in our episode today is save you some dang time and money and energy because all this stuff, all these assumptions, all these default mindsets end up wasting your resources on agendas that you do not really care about. When these defaults make your decisions for you, You end up spending your limited time, limited money, limited energy, limited attention, your limited life force on stuff that does not matter to you because you don't authentically want to volunteer on that committee. You do not choose deliberately to spend your money on that redecoration project or spend your time and energy on this like redesigning your website or whatever, whatever wacky things we do that are born from this high bar we think we have to strive for in all circumstances. So the challenge I give my clients is what I'm going to give you now. Sometimes it doesn't get the best, happiest reception, but I want you to hear me out because they do, uh, because that's what they're paying for, and it always works out. I promise. No one has ever been unhappy that they have given this a try. So I want you to give it a try. What I advise clients to do is just for a week at first so that you can like chunk it up for a week, I want you to choose what you're going to do imperfectly. I know. (laughs) Hear me out. So what I want you to think about is a perfection scale in your mind. Okay. One to 10. One is we're, one is giving me typos. One is giving me showing up late. One is giving me unprepared. One is giving me total neglect altogether. 
And 10, if we move to the 10 side of the perfection scale, 10 is giving me perfect. 10 is giving me above and beyond. It's showing up early. It's staying late. It's looking good to everyone around you. It's spending 14 hours on the email. Yes. Now, what you're going to do for anything that you want in this next week, if it's an email, if it's a work presentation, if it's an outfit, whatever, it's a dinner reservation. What you're going to do is choose where on the scale do I want this thing to fall? Because 10 is not the enemy. Your ability to do great work and really like go for the 10 is a superpower. We're not trying to take that away from you. But everything in your life does not need to be a 10. It's too exhausting. It's too expensive. It's too time consuming. And it's really not what creates the peace and the ease and the security and the happiness that we really are after, right? We know this. So I want you to know you're allowed to go full 10 on something, but I want you to think of it as a rare occasion that you're only going to do when you really consciously choose to. And here's a fun way to think about this that you can probably relate to really easily. Think about gift giving. How fun, right? So you've bought a gift before in your life. You can get down with this program. So this might be describing you, might be describing someone you know. If you go full 10 on every single gift you give, then power to you. If you're happy with that choice, I'm not trying to change you. But I want you to think about this, okay? Probably every single gift that you pick out in your life does not take 10 level energy. You might be on vacation, and you might get the same exact thing for six people as a little, what are those things called? Souvenirs. I was like, trinket? No. I mean, sometimes trinkets, but you know, it's like you're in Italy. You get like a dozen tiny bottles of limoncello because that's the gift people are going to get. Easy, done, not a super thoughtful, time-consuming, expensive gift, but like, nice. Maybe that was like a three or four on the perfection scale. It's fine. Nobody got hurt. Or maybe you're the kind of gift giver who's like, sometimes you see something you're like, oh, okay, they might like this. Or like, this checks a box, right? This won't offend anyone. It's fine. It's like, even if it's a five or six on the perfection scale, it's like, oh, this is a book they might like. Great. I didn't have to go to the ends of the earth to find this. It's not a first edition. But there are some cases, perhaps, in your life where you have gone full 10 on a gift. You have researched, you have combed the internet, you have found people that you were like, I didn't even expect to have a conversation with you in my whole life, but you have the connection to this weird thing that so-and-so is going to like, so here we are now. That is worth the 10, but it's not the norm. You're not going to the ends of the earth for every single gift you give. We don't have time. This is what I want you to do with everything else in your life. Doesn't that sound fun? Doesn't it sound so much freer and lighter? Because most things don't require the above and beyond. They just don't. We can stand to lower the bar in a lot of places. And nothing will catch on fire. Except perhaps your inspiration level, your energy level might catch a fire a little bit. You might suddenly feel so much less burdened by perfection and so much less exhausted by overextending yourself that you might just get a little fire lit under you to 
Do more of what you like. Let go of some stuff that you're white knuckling. Enjoy a slowdown. Enjoy a good laugh. Yum. So at the beginning, this might not feel amazing because it really might feel like lowering your standards, which, ick, I see your face right now. So I want to validate that and I want you to to know that you can handle it and I want you to keep going. So even if it feels like I'm turning in a paper that I know is a B minus right now and I just don't understand why we're not pulling an all-nighter to like do the A plus, I want you to breathe through that. I want you to have so much compassion for your past self who learned that we should pull all-nighters for everything in our lives all the time, no exceptions. And then I want you to take another breath and then I want you to just hand in that B minus. Whatever it is, if it's the outfit, if it's the email, if it's the freaking dinner plans, it's like, okay, let's like let this be a B minus dinner. It's fine. Everyone is going to survive. What is going to happen though when you start practicing this over and over again is you're going to notice when you really want something to be a 10. And it's going to feel authentic. You're going to be able to execute that 10 with energy and with a little joy even perhaps, at least with more presence and more empowerment because it's not going to be your lifelong habit of overachieving and setting unreasonable expectations for yourself and crazy high standards that's going to be driving you forward. It's going to be you choosing on purpose, oh, you know what? I really want this to be a 10 and I'm going to feel good about the 14 hours that it takes to craft this email. Maybe it's your one and only email to... I don't know. I don't know who you're emailing, but maybe it will, you're, it's going to be really, really important and you're going to love the fact that you spent 14 hours on it. And that's going to feel so much different than, oh my gosh, I spent 14 hours on a freaking email again for the ninth time this week because I can't help myself. None of that. No more of that. Bye-bye to that way of life. It's going to feel so good. And you're also going to free your own energy up because what's going to happen is you're going to stop feeling like you're turning in intentionally crappy papers, and you're going to feel more in charge of everything in your life. You're going to know, oh, this doesn't have to be perfect. Great. This is good enough, and I'm in charge of that. So even though it feels like maybe lowering your standards a little bit at the beginning of this practice, the more you practice, the better and more empowering and more energizing and more freeing it feels. Yay and yum. I hope you play around with this. I guarantee if you do and you stick with it, it's going to change your life. So you're welcome. And don't forget, I am here to help you if you really love the idea of not walking around with impossible standards for yourself all day, every day, but you don't know where to start and it feels really hard to change. It is. I'm super validating that. So while I want to give you the tools to use on your own, I also want to remind you, I'm here to help you get good at them. So you can book your consult anytime you want professional help and guidance, and accountability for making this stuff actually your reality. Yes, you can always book your consult at kirstenparker.com forward slash schedule. And I can't wait to hear how this helps you. And talk to you soon. Hey there, quick question. How easy does it feel to say no to requests or invites that you really don't want to agree to? Mm, Not so much. 
If you find yourself saying yes to things you don't want to do over and over or putting yourself through agony just to get to a no and then feeling super guilty and maybe even doing it anyway, you're going to love the crash course on how to say no. You can get it for free right now at kirstenparker.com forward slash say no. You'll get a complete PDF workbook with two whole pages of example sentences at the end, literally how to say no to requests and invites and an 11 minute crash course video training that simplifies the whole overwhelming shenanigans of saying no. So you can do it without being a terrible person, ruining a relationship or ending up doing the thing anyway. Go get it now at kirstenparker.com forward slash say no. Enjoy. Enjoy.